It's that point of the season. That's right. It's the witching hour. A time where teams can prove if they are worthy of the 2021 playoffs. Who will be the first teams to grab the coveted 7th seed in NFL history? And who will be left out of the playoffs? Find out now on Beyond the Blitz. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, ladies and gentlemen. The Blitz crew back at it. Justin Rogers, Chris Rogers, Cousins coming at you with some of the latest NFL news and updates for you today. We are going to talk about week 14, week 15, and some of the teams on the bubble that you might want to look out for to grab that coveted seventh seed going into these playoffs. But as always, we're going to start out with the latest week recap and that's right it's week number 14 so let's start off with the Thursday night football game we had the Patriots and the Rams a crucial game for both teams when it comes to the playoff race and the Patriots just showed that they are not a playoff team this year as they get crushed by the Rams 24 to 3 and the Broncos and the Panthers this game was an entertaining game Panthers tried to come down the field at the end of the game Broncos defense Prove better than that Panthers offense, and the Broncos get the win, thirty-two to twenty-seven. Yeah, I didn't pick the Broncos this game, but Drew Locke has been everything I've been saying he would, he should, he's going to be. You know, throwing three or four touchdown passes this game, uh, have a pretty good completion percentage. Dude looked legit. He shows some true potential. Again, this maybe not the best, one of the better defenses, but still a good defense nonetheless for the Panthers. And there's some potential there on that Broncos offense, man. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of potential there. Drew Locke could blossom into the quarterback of the future for the Broncos. And they do have a lot of weapons there. So maybe something that we could see in the future from the Broncos. And the Bears demolishing the Houston Texans. Trubisky showing Deshaun Watson why he was picked ahead of him as the Bears get the win 38-7 in this game. All right, I think you're overreacting with the fact that Mitch Trubisky showed he was the better quarterback in this game. I don't think he was. You know, he may put up better stats, but if you look at the Sean Watson situation, you know, he has no offensive line. Will Fuller is out for the rest of the year because uh, of performance-enhancing drugs. You know, just not a good situation for Deshaun Watson. You know, Mitch Trubisky played great, but against a subpar team, team he should beat if he wants to be an NFL quarterback. So I'm. Not really impressed. Yeah, I can see that as well. Deshaun Watson overall is the better quarterback, but Mr. Trubisky didn't look terrible in this game, and the Bears still alive in the playoffs because of the win. And the Cowboys getting an expected win. Andy Dalton winning against his former team, 30-7, to and somehow keeping themselves alive in the NFC East race. And the Titans looking to lock up the AFC South, or at least a playoff spot soon, and they might have done that this past weekend as they get the win, expected win against the Jaguars, 31-10. to And really, this next game, we thought that it would be a good game, and for most of the game, it did not look like that. But the Dolphins got back in the game against the Chiefs, but the Chiefs, right at the end, that offense held off that Dolphins defense and got the win, 33-27. to Yeah, we uh, were watching a little bit of this game while waiting for 
the Steelers-Bills game when you came over uh, this past weekend. You know, wasn't a lot to talk about in the second and third quarter. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes throwing some untimely picks throughout the game, struggling, maybe not struggling, but not looking great against a pretty good defense in uh, Miami. But, you know, you can't ever bet against Patrick Mahomes because, you know, he'll do what he always does and drive down the field and score a touchdown uh, when the Dolphins couldn't make the stop. Uh, you know, there's a lot of hope for the Dolphins there. Their offense still looks pretty sluggish with Tua in the game, but who knows, man? Is Tua the future there? Probably. Yeah, I think Tua is the future, but right now that's just a very slow and lethargic offense right now. I think he just needs to get more acclimated to the Dolphins' offense. I think they need a couple more weapons around him and really some security at the running back position. I think not having a running back, I think they have four running backs out in this game. I think not having a running game really did hurt him, so I will say that. But in my opinion, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick needs to be the quarterback they need to rely on the rest of the way. But I do understand why they are relying on Tua because he is the future. And you're going to show that right now that you, even though Tua may not have had the best couple of games, the last couple of games, you're still going to rely on your guy and you're still going to move them forward. I do respect the Dolphins for that. And the Cardinals keeping their playoff hopes alive, holding on desperately to that seventh seed as they get a win. 26 to 7 against the Giants, which this was a game we thought it would be a lot closer because the Giants defense isn't a terrible defense. It's actually one of the better ones in the NFL, but Kyler Murray looked good in this game. Cardinals keep their playoff hopes alive. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get an expected win against the Vikings, but the Vikings just shoot themselves in the foot all game. Dan Bailey missing a lot of kicks in this game as the Bucs get the win 26 to 16. Yeah, man, the Vikings' special teams issues still continue to haunt them throughout, you know, these last couple of weeks. The Bucks, you know, they should have won this game and they did win this game. But I thought it would have been a little bit better from a potential playoff team like the Vikings. Now Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins have got to get things together if they want to make it. And the Indianapolis Colts keeping a hold on their wild card spot that they have in the AFC. And the Raiders looking like they might not be in the playoffs towards the end of the season as the Colts get the win 44-27. to Yeah, man, that Colts team was, you know, their defense is what they thought they were going to be, you know, forcing turnovers, even scoring a little bit on defense. It's what you need for a playoff team. And that offense is still, you know, not bad. Uh, Phillip Rivers doing just what he needs to do to get a win and letting that defense, you know, dominate. And we had another New York Jets game this weekend, and expected the Jets lose yet again. And Adam Gase is still the coach in New York as the Seahawks get the win 40-3. to And a battle of the choking teams. The Falcons travel to Los Angeles to play the Chargers, and the Chargers get the win with the game-winning field goal at the end of the game, 20-17. to Yeah, man. Justin Herbert led the uh, game-winning drive to get the game-winning field goal. Probably going to be Rookie of the Year, even though these past couple weeks he's dropped off just a tad with production. But you can only carry his team so much. His back must be aching. Falcons, uh, I've seen posts online saying they might move on from Matt Ryan this offseason. They might not. It's hard to say. I don't think he's the problem there in Atlanta. I think it's that defense just has so many holes in it, and they can't make a stop when they need it. I think that's true, but right now Atlanta could get something for Matt Ryan, and this quarterback class is pretty good, and it looks like Atlanta's going to have a top-10 pick. 
They could get the quarterback of the future coming in with a brand new head coach. I could definitely see the Falcons doing that this offseason, but we will see. And staying in the NFC, the Packers clinch the NFC North by beating the Detroit Lions this weekend 31 24. Closer game than a lot of us thought, but an expected win. But how about a win that was not expected at all? Jalen Hurts leading the Eagles against what is to me a top five defense in the Saints as they beat the Saints 24 to 21. Yeah, man, this game proved why Mormon Tebow, Taysom Hill, is not the future of the Saints. You know, he couldn't uh, lead this team uh, to win against a very battered, very, I'm just going to come out and say it, a very bad Eagles team uh, and couldn't lead them to a win. The Eagles, they looked very lively under Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. When he came against the Packers the week before, they even had some more juice than they had with Carson Wentz in there. I'm still not sure if it's Carson Wentz's fault with their uh, their problems on offense. I still think it's coaching, but Jalen Hurts looked pretty good. And we're going to stay here in the NFC East as the Washington football team overtake the Giants as the leader in the division as they get a win against the 49ers 23-15 to despite not scoring a single touchdown on offense in this game. Yeah, man, that offense, you know, couldn't score for whatever reason. Their defense did, though. I came against them in fantasy, and (laughs) they put up like 20-some points against me. Um, But I think that has more to do with Robert Sala, the 49ers defensive coordinator, than uh, Alex Smith and the Washington offense. You can only do so much against a really good defense, even even though they are very battered and very hurt. uh, They still look very good. I think that guy's going to be head coach next year. And reminder, Dwayne Haskins did come in towards the end of the game because of an injury to Alex Smith. I think that might have had to do something with it a little bit as well. But, yeah, Robert Sala, definitely going to be a head coach. He should be a head coach in the NFL next year. And a game that really decides a lot in the AFC playoff race. The Steelers traveling to Buffalo to play the Bills. And Josh Allen got it done and shows why he is the franchise quarterback in Buffalo as they get the win 26-15. to I can tell you why the Steelers lost this game, and I'm sure you could tell us why the Steelers lost this game, Justin. The Steelers have no creativity on offense. We have no run game. Our offensive line is hurt. We only have two healthy guards on the team. I think Randy Feekman, Steelers offensive coordinator, in my opinion, the worst offensive coordinator in the NFL, can't game plan for good teams. Uh, We've seen it this week. We saw it last week against the Washington football team. We saw it the week before the Washington game against the Ravens. They just hit a brick wall, and they can't move the ball. They can't score on offense, you know, besides a couple of fluke plays here and there. Defense is still very good, but that's not to take away from the Bills. Bills look very good, and they are possibly playoff contenders this year. I definitely think the Bills are playoff contenders, and I'm going to do a bold prediction. I said the Bills are going to win the AFC East last year, and they were so close. This year, I'm going to say the Bills are going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, barring any crazy injuries to like Tredavious White or Stephon Diggs or Josh Allen. This Bills team right now, the defense was not terrible at the beginning of the season, but definitely didn't hold up to expectations, but now Leslie Frazier, the defensive coordinator, definitely has done well with this defense, which is on par with that offense. So I think they could definitely hold up with the Kansas City Chiefs if they play in the playoffs. And a Monday night football game that could be considered the game of 
the season, in this 2020 season, the Ravens outlasting the Browns and what was a duel between two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. Now, Lamar Jackson did come out for a little bit, and then Trace McSorley came in and got hurt in the game, and Lamar Jackson, right at the two-minute warning on a fourth down, came in the game and led his first career game-winning drive to give the Ravens the win, 47-42 to against the Browns. Yeah, man, that Ravens team looked very legit. A lot of creativity on that offense, unlike my favorite team. You know, they looked very good. They looked like they could be playoff contenders if they make it. That's not to take away from the Browns. Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski had this relationship like any other that I've seen between a quarterback and a head coach, and they just look very good right now. He's playing right into Baker's strengths. You know, letting him throw the ball over the yard, and they still have one of the best running offenses in the NFL. That offense is deadly. And the Browns' defense, not bad either. It's really good. And, you know, that team could make a pretty good playoff run. And as we move into Week 15, let us go over the standing so far in the NFC and the AFC, starting with the NFC. So the Packers overtook the Saints for the number one seed as they also clinched their division at 10-3. and The Saints also clinched a playoff spot. Didn't clinch their division quite yet, but clinched a playoff spot at 10-3 and at the number two seed. The Rams, the four seed at 9-4. and And Washington overtook the Giants for that number four seed in the lead right now for the NFC East at 6-7. and The Seahawks in the fifth seed at 9-4. and The Bucks in the sixth seed at 8-5. and and the Cardinals right now in the seventh seed at seven and six. Right now in the NFC bubble, two teams at six and seven. The Vikings and the Bears, who play this weekend, a huge game for both teams. And the Lions, 49ers, and Giants all at five and eight on the bubble for the NFC. And as we go to the AFC, we have a new number one seed as the Chiefs have clinched their division at 12 and one. And right now the number one seed, the Steelers at 11 and two, have clinched playoff berth and are the number two seed right now. And the Bills have not clinched a division yet, but for the first time in, I think, 11 seasons, the Patriots will not win the AFC East this season. So the Bills at 10-3 and are in that three seed. Titans right now at 9-4 and in the four seed. The Browns at 9-4 and in the fifth seed right now. The Colts at 9-4 and in the sixth seed. And the Dolphins currently in the seventh seed at 8-5. and And teams on the bubble in the AFC right now are the Ravens at 8-5, and the Raiders at 7-6, and and... The Patriots somehow still on the bubble at six and seven, and the Broncos also somehow on the bubble at five and eight. And let us move now into our week 15 picks. Let's start it off here Thursday night football. Chargers going to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. I have the Raiders winning this game. You know, they have to, uh, you know, prove that they can beat teams that they should beat if they want to make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. I mean, the Chargers, it's very easy. They're one of those teams that could definitely upset teams and knock them out of the playoffs, but I just don't see it this week. Must-win game for the Raiders. I see them winning this game. The Bills traveling to Denver to play the Broncos. I have the Bills winning this week. I They're a pretty complete team, and I don't see them losing probably for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think I could see the Bills winning out at the end of the season as well. I'm going to pick the Bills as well in this game. I think their defense is starting to become on par. Drew Locke did have a good game last week. I could see him maybe not having a similar game, but have some decent stats in this game, but I can't see Denver winning. Give me the Bills in this one. 
And by the way, that game is on Saturday, and so is this one. The Panthers travel to Green Bay to play the Packers. I have the Packers. No questions asked. Yeah, same with you. Packers, no questions asked. This Panthers team looks like a good team in the future, but right now just aren't playing good. Christian McCaffrey not going to play in this game as well. And the Texans traveling to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Uh, I have the Colts winning. I think they'll lock up the division maybe either this week or next week. Uh, This one will definitely help them. And, yeah, that defense is still really good, and Texans don't really have anything on offense. Yeah, Texans don't have anything on offense. Because of the week one loss to the Jaguars at the beginning of the season for the Colts, they have to win every single divisional game they can. So they have to win this game. Because of that, I'm going to pick the Colts in this one as well. So the 49ers traveling to Dallas to play the Cowboys. This one could be a tough game to pick. I think it's a tough game to pick, uh, but I'm going to say the 49ers. Their defense is much better than the Cowboys' defense right now. And, you know, defense can take you far in the NFL, and that's why I think the 49ers will win. Yeah, right now the Bengals have the number three overall pick in the draft, and the Cowboys just played them and demolished them in that game. And, again, nothing against the Cowboys, but they played a pretty inferior opponent that have a lot of injuries on the team. I think this 49ers defense also has a lot of injuries, but the coaching on defense is just too good for them not to win this game. Give me the 49ers in this game as well. And the Jets taking on the Rams. Do we have to really say anything? No, just move on to the next one. You already know who's winning, guys. It's the Rams. Yep, Rams are going to win. And the Lions traveling to another AFC South opponent and the Titans. Who do you got in this one? Uh, I have the Titans winning. You know, they're in the fight with the Colts for their division. And they're playing a pretty inferior opponent. Derrick Henry is going to run all over them because the Lions either have the worst or the second worst rushing defense in the NFL. And that bodes well for Derrick Henry. Yeah, for me, it's the same reasoning that I picked the Colts earlier. They're just playing an inferior opponent and they have to win these games to at least, you know, win the division. So, yeah, give me the Titans in this one. The Bucks traveling to Atlanta to play the Falcons. I have the Bucks winning. Uh, Falcons, you know, they're. You know, they're not good at all, and the Bucks are really good. Yeah, I think the Bucks are the more complete team. I could definitely see, because this is a divisional matchup, that it could be a closer game than a lot of people think. But I got to go with the Bucks here. They're the sure pick. And the Jaguars traveling to Baltimore to play, from what we saw last game, a hot Ravens team. I have the Ravens winning. You know, they're in the bubble, and they have to keep winning games to make the playoffs, and they're going to win this game. Yeah, Ravens have to keep winning these games, and this is an easy game for them. Give me the Ravens in this one. And the Patriots traveling to Miami in an AFC East divisional game, a game the Dolphins have to win. Yeah, the Dolphins have to win it. Um, it will. It's a divisional game, so Bill Belichick will, you know, coach hard against these team, this team, especially coming against a rookie quarterback. But I think the Dolphins have a better defense, and you know, the Patriots don't have much on offense, so Dolphins. For everything you just said, I'm going to pick the Dolphins in this one. And probably one of the more important games when it comes to the NFC playoff picture, the Bears traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings, both teams trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, Yeah, this will be a pretty good game. I think the Vikings will edge it out because they have a better running game than the Bears. And they actually have a quarterback, um, in my opinion. Um, But yeah, the Vikings. Yeah, I think even though they have injuries on defense, the Vikings are the more complete team. Again, nothing taking anything away from David Montgomery, who had an insane week last week. I think 
He's not as good as Dalvin Cook, but he's definitely a running back that the Bears can rely on. But I am going to pick the Vikings in this game. The Seahawks traveling to Washington to play the football team. I really, really, really want to pick Washington, but my gut feeling is that Russell Wilson, even though he's coming against a very good defense, is going to go off this week. So, yeah, I'm picking the Seahawks. This one's up in the air for me, but a lot of the times when you have what I consider a top five defense in Washington going against a top five offense, really this is what you can consider, you know, throwing stats out the door, the number one offense in the NFL and the number one defense in the NFL. And right now the defense, for me, usually wins that battle. So I'm going to give the win to Washington in this one. And the Eagles, coming off a surprising win, travel to Arizona to play the Cardinals, who are also trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. I have the Cardinals winning. Yeah, the Eagles got a big win against the Saints, but the Saints are missing their quarterback. The Cardinals are not. And Kyler Murray is a great quarterback in the NFL, and he will lead his team to a win. It's really easy for me to possibly pick the Eagles in this game just because the Cardinals have been up and down. But for a lot of the reasons that I've said earlier, I I think the Cardinals are just more of a complete team. That defense, you know, without Chandler Jones most of the season, the defense hasn't been up to par. But man, they just played a great game against a Giants team who won four in a row. I think they can do the same thing against the Eagles. Give me the Cardinals in this one. And this game, I think if Drew Brees is in this game, this could be considered the game of the year, possibly surpass the Browns-Ravens game from last week. The Chiefs traveling to New Orleans to play the Saints. So, as a Steelers fan, I really want the Saints to win. But if Taysom Hill is in, the Chiefs are going to crush it. If Drew Brees is in, uh, it's going to be a closer game. The Saints might win it, but my official prediction is the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to, for all the reasons you just said, I'm also going to pick the Chiefs. It's just a safer pick right now. But if Drew Brees was in, I may lean towards the Saints, but giving the Chiefs in this one. And a game that was flexed to Sunday Night Football, the Browns traveling to New York to play the Giants. Uh, I'm going to pick the Browns. Their, their offense is really hot right now. Their defense is, you know, on par with the uh, Giants, in my opinion. And the Giants just don't have an offense. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield are leading the Browns to a victory against the Giants. Yeah, Daniel Jones isn't playing for the Giants, and I think Colt McCoy could do something against this Browns defense who's been up and down most of the season, but the Browns are just hot right now, even though they just lost to the Ravens. Give me the Browns in this one. And the Monday night football game, the Steelers looking to clinch the AFC North as they play the Cincinnati Bengals. Most years, this would be an easy pick. But with how the Steelers are playing this year, I you know I want to say it's an easy game to pick, but I'm not sure anymore. Still give me the Steelers because my Steelers bias is you know the best bias in the world, and the Steelers will clinch the division on Monday night. I mean the Bengals just lost thirty to seven to the Cowboys, so and that, they just have a lot of injuries. I said if Joe Burrow was in this game, I'd probably pick it a little bit closer. But you gotta give me the Steelers in this one. And now we move on to everyone's favorite segment here on Beyond the Blitz. You know what time it is. It's time for way too early predictions. So today we're talking about the bubble teams. That's right. At the beginning of the show, I talked about it being the witching hour, the witching point of the season where teams can prove that they are playoff worthy or that they will get a higher, lower pick in the NFL draft. 
So what we're going to do today, we have six teams here that were on the bubble that I listed earlier in the show. We're going to pick out of the hat, each of us two teams, and we're going to test our improv skills here. And we're going to say why these teams still have a good chance of making the playoffs. So Chris, you ready for your first team? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. Your first team, you're going to explain why the Vikings will make the playoffs. All right, that's a tough one. Um, you know, the NFC is pretty much locked up, but the Cardinals have a, uh, you know, pretty up and down team this year. Um, and the Vikings have a lot to play for. Uh, they need to make the playoffs, If Kirk, especially Kirk Cousin. He needs to make the playoffs. He wants to get paid this offseason. And uh, I think that offense is, uh, you know, it is poised for a few good games down the stretch here. Uh, Dalvin Cook is coming into his own this year. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, that offense is just very potent. You know, there's definitely some question marks on defense considering how many injuries they have, but they can easily win a, a few games down the stretch, and with some help from the Cardinals, they could squeak into the playoffs. Yeah, I can definitely see that from the Vikings. I think of any of the NFC teams that are on the bubble right now, I think they do have the best chance. And the team that I have picked is the Raiders. Now, the Raiders, they look better than they have in the past. And I think with that running game, if Josh Jacobs stays healthy, I think they could make a run at it. I mean, you got three games left here in the season. Two of them are very winnable, the Chargers this week, and then the last week of the season against the Broncos. Two very winnable games. And then week 16, they play the Dolphins. The only way I would definitely see the Raiders winning this game is because the Dolphins' offense is sluggish. And we've definitely seen with Darren Waller and Henry Ruggs and Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr, that Raiders' offense has been on fire at points of the season. I could see definitely Week 16, them just having an on game and winning out the rest of the season, which is what they need to do to make the playoffs. I could see them doing that, and that's why I see the Raiders making the playoffs. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, you know, the Raiders have some big game, big wins this year. They beat the Saints. They beat the Chiefs. Yeah, this team could easily make the playoffs, in my opinion. All right, Chris. And you have another team that starts with an R. How about the Baltimore Ravens? This one's easier to predict than the Vikings, in my opinion. Um, you know, the Ravens, they definitely need some help from the Dolphins. But from what I saw on Monday night, this offense – if they can get a fast start, which I believe they can, can easily make the playoffs. You know, that running game is unlike any other. Lamar Jackson's the most versatile weapon in the NFL. I'm not going to say he's a great quarterback because he's not, and you and I both know this. But, you know, when Lamar Jackson's on, he showed why he won MVP on Monday night last year. And that defense is still very good, even with injuries. Uh, you know, their secondary is one of the best in the NFL. They have a lot of takeaways. Marlon Humphrey punches out the ball at least once a week, it feels like. They have a lot of a lot of things going for them. Harbaugh is a great coach. They have great coordinators. They have great game plans every week, it seems like. If they can, you know, have some of their problems, you know, with attitudes and stuff like that, if they can, if they can curtail those and keep a straight ship going forward for the rest of the year, they can easily make the playoffs. Yeah, I think of the three teams – the Ravens, the Raiders, and the Patriots right now that are on the bubble for the AFC, I think they have the best chance of making it because of all the points you just said. But we'll see how the rest of the season goes. And for me, the team I have right now to give 
An explanation why they will make the playoffs is the San Francisco 49ers. Now, right now they're 5-8, and eight, and they honestly need a miracle to make the playoffs. I'm, I'm going to be straight with all of you. They need a miracle to make the playoffs. And one of those miracles is the Cardinals losing a couple games. Now, they do play the Cardinals in Week 16, and if they beat them, this will help their case out a lot. They need a lot to go well for them. And the one argument I can say is coaching is going to help this 49ers team go 8-8 eight and eight to make the playoffs. I can see it. I can definitely see it because Kyle Shanahan's not a bad coach. I think he could definitely lead them to the playoffs. Robert Selah is a great defensive coordinator. I can see, even with their injuries, them making the playoffs. I mean, they play the Cowboys this weekend. I can see them winning that game. The Cardinals, they're an up-and-down team. I can see them being the Cardinals. And depending on how Seattle season goes, they play Seattle at the end of the season. And the, again, these two divisional battles at the end of the year, we these NFC West battles, it doesn't matter how good or bad the teams are, they're always interesting. And the Seahawks have been up and down all season. And even though this 49ers defense is hurt, they still can play on par. And this defense for Seattle isn't great. So because of that, I can see them winning out. I can see the Cardinals losing a couple games and a couple of these other teams losing games. I could definitely see it and possibly see the 49ers making the playoffs this season. And that is going to do it for this episode of Beyond the Blitz. Thank you guys for tuning in. We get, appreciate you guys listening in, especially in the midst of COVID and everything going on right now. And a special announcement, we have on December 24th, Christmas Eve, Brandon is going to be back on the mic as we have yet again our second Christmas edition of Beyond the Blitz. So look out for that. And as always, on Sunday, we will have on our Beyond the Blitz Twitter page, Beyond underscore Blitz, we will have our injury report for everybody who's in the fantasy playoffs, who you start, who you not. Please let us know. Please let us know some of your rosters on Beyond the Blitz. We'd love to help you out. And as always, we thank you guys for listening. And yet again, stay purple. This has been Beyond the Blitz.